Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. I am so excited about today's guest, Amanda Eckert. She is a success and mindset coach, and she's going to be talking a little bit more about detoxing, limiting beliefs, and negative self-talk. And this is such a big component to holistic detox. You know, I talk a lot with uh, audiences uh, about this idea of holistic detox, detoxing your body, mind, and environment. And you know, way back when, when I was just starting my health journey, I was really, really focused on just my diet and getting supplements in my body. And I really ignored some components of environment and I totally ignored my mindset. And when I started to address negative beliefs and limiting beliefs and negative self-talk and uh, stress, I really saw a tremendous difference in my health. So super excited to share with you this interview. And, um, you know, as always, feel free to leave comments and reviews. I'd love to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. Today, I have with me Amanda Eckert. She is a success and mindset coach. She is on a mission to help her clients create a life that they love and finding deep happiness from within. She does this by helping her clients let go of self-doubt and limiting beliefs and fear, which is wonderful. It's right up my alley. So tell us a little bit more about your background and how you found this very specific focus in your work. Okay. Well, wow. Where do we start on the, uh, the, the journey? It's been a long one, but I will, I'll give you just a brief background of me. So I'm from Australia, grew up there and, um, and I've always been a really positive person. However, growing up, I really struggled inwardly. So I would, I would, could present a very positive, happy exterior. And inside I was really crumbling. I was really struggling. And I, I mean, I'm being so vulnerable straight off the bat here. Um, it was really, I mean, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was really rooted in just very lack of self-worth very ingrained limiting beliefs that I picked up from a very young child and it just kind of lacking that that self-love and really looking externally for for validation for happiness and my journey took me on I mean I'm a very um, adventurous person I'm very like a big like lover of life and experience so, I mean, I had an incredible journey, which took me, uh, first of all, flying around Australia with Richard Branson, which was a hoot working for him um, on his airlines. And my journey took me to Dubai, where I traveled the world, and I lived by all means the most glamorous, incredible life. And sadly, inwardly, it, I struggled. I struggled. Um, you couldn't, you know, 
it's kind of, it's, it's sad. It, you know, it kind of breaks my heart looking back and going, wow, here you were waking up in Rome and Paris, but still struggling with this internal voice, this internal, um, I, I guess, deep, root, deep rooted kind of unhappiness. So I had um, eating disorder for a very long time. I struggled with depression and anxiety. Um, but I've always been really passionate about health, wellness, self-development. And um, so I became a mother in Dubai and um, I now live in Canada. So, uh, you know, my big adventurous, you know, self loves to travel. So um, I found myself in, Austra in Australia, in Canada with a newborn little girl and realizing that I needed to do some really deep healing, some really, um, if I wanted to be an example for her, I needed to really show up. So I started like this journey and really listening to my passions. I think a lot of us always are like, I don't know what I should do in life. And, and sometimes look at the things that light you up. What are the things that you would naturally do? So I would naturally always go into bookstores and read about how to evolve as a human being, right? I would you know, I couldn't I gobble up self-development more, right? And health and wellness. And um, so that, yeah, I started this incredible journey. Um, I had my son and I started um, studying health and wellness. So I, I graduated, similar to you, from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And I started out as, you know, health coaching. Um, I've done a lot of um, study and certifications in mindfulness and you know lots of different um areas of of you know very holistic right um and i found the more i was helping women coming to me with you know wanting to lose weight and and i've realized very quickly that we just needed to get to the root right the root of what their kind of internal voices and the fears that are holding them back and I love what I do now because I basically, you know, I, I work with women. I, I help them peel back the layers, right? Like all those stories we tell ourselves, like, oh, I can't do that. I'm not good enough and blah, blah, blah. And I really get them to step into their, um, into themselves, right? Like into their confidence and, and I coach them to yeah follow their dreams and give them the tools and the guidance and things that have helped me along my journey. But um, I truly believe that we, um, you know, to wrap that whole story up, how I found happiness was by eventually going in and realizing that it was there the whole goddamn time. And I was just so, you know, trying to find it everywhere else. And um, I didn't listen to the voice within. And the moment I started doing that, it's like life just unfolds in an incredible way. So I want to empower women to, to know that and um, learn how to tap in and, and design their life with their dreams. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I love that so much. And you know, this, um, this really rings true for some of my journey as well. You know, I just think about, um, you know, when I started down this health journey, this is before I became a health coach. I was, um, you know, working as a sustainable building expert at a large uh, coffee company in Seattle. And, um, you know, I was really focused on my diet. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. 
you know, I still had, um, I hadn't really focused on my work environment very much. I, you know, I cleaned up my home environment, which was great. Um, but, you know, I spent so much time at work. I didn't clean that up, certainly. And then um, I really, I had a lot of, you know, self-doubt, limiting beliefs, uh, stories I kept telling myself, um, negative thoughts, complaining, um, you know, you name it. And, you know, it wasn't until I started my training at IIN that this whole world opened up to me around um, finding those limiting beliefs about being more mindful about, um, you know, how our thoughts really affect our biology. Mm -hmm. And it's so profound, the changes that I've been able to go through health-wise just by really doing exactly what you said, you know, really finding joy within, questioning those stories, those limiting beliefs. Um, yeah, wow. You know, I, yeah, the depression, anxiety. I also had depression and anxiety too, partially related to food, but a lot of it related to my mindset. And wow, what a transformation that's really been. And it's, it's, you know, talking about how we, we tend to focus on one thing. So there was one time in my life that it was, it was, it, it was all towards food. It was that. And exactly. So I relate to that and realizing that we need to holistically be balanced because it doesn't matter. As they say in IAN, you can be having all the kale smoothies in the world and, you know, eating broccoli and whatever for dinner. But the thing is, if you're internally stressed out from work or a relationship or something, you know, unhealthy um, habits in your life, it doesn't, that's not going to, to, to bring you to happiness and health, right? That balance. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's amazing. That self-awareness is, is key. Now, you know, I think that our listeners would probably really love to hear a little bit more about how to take some steps towards this greater self-awareness, um, step towards uh, getting rid of those limiting beliefs, questioning stories. Uh, what are some of the things that you take your clients through when you're working with them? Yeah, there's so many different techniques um, and tools that I, that I use to kind of create this kind of awareness. But I think one of the first things to do is once we realize that this voice inside of our head is going on, the thing is a lot of the time we, we're completely unaware and we think it's, it's, it's us, it's the truth, it's everything, right? We, we don't stop to question it. So one of the first things I do is I, I, you know, I'll ask somebody, you know, finish this sentence. I'm the person who always, right. And just let things flood out. I'm the person that always, and it's funny because I tend to see a lot of my clients go straight to the, I'm, I'm one of the, the people that always um, gives up. I'm the person that always, um, and they will go in a lot of negative and I say, okay, give me some good things here. You're the person that loves, you know, your family, like whatever it may be. But so I always love to get them to, to journal and we can, you know, talk about it as well. But it's like, what is that thing? When you, the first thing, when you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror, do you, what, what do you hear in your head? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's bringing that awareness 
to first of all, even recognizing, because when we take a, a, even a day, I even say, listen, I just want you to pay attention. Not all day, not like, you know, because we have like 40,000, you know, thoughts a day. It would be insane. You'd just be sitting there, but, but just to become aware and just have a notebook and just start to write down the things, start to catch yourself. Like you look in the mirror and, you know, unfortunately there's so much negative. We look in the mirror and the things that we say to ourselves is heartbreaking. So it's, so then I want them to, to visually see these things that they're telling themselves. And then I walk them through, you know, where does this belief come from? So we can do some work kind of, you know, going back and, you know, maybe they were told they were overweight when they were young or whatever the story may be. But when you start to, the moment you, you give light to it, it already loses its power because you're, you're bringing it to the conscious. You're like, Oh, and then we can, we can dive into that. Like, Oh, is that true that you are a failure? Give me examples. Like what proof have we got to do like of this? And, um, you know, anyone that takes a moment to listen to the way they think, if they were to say that to somebody they loved, could you imagine? Right. So why would you say it to yourself? Like I even, uh, another tool is I will say to somebody that's really struggling, I want you to find a photo of yourself as a five-year-old and I want you to stick it on your phone. And every single time you pick up your phone, see that little gorgeous little five-year-old child, would you tell her she's useless and she's not a good enough and you know, you know, you wouldn't. So, you know, we need to stop talking to ourselves in such a negative way because number one, the more we focus on something, the more we're feeding it. So do we want to feed a negative thing, a negative thought that is so harming, right? Like I'm not good enough. That's just an overall very big one. Myself as well, personally, I'm not good enough, right? What if we started to change that story and say, you know, and I wouldn't sometimes always say flip it to the positive because that's a little bit too much. Like, you know, I'm beautiful looking in the mirror. It's, you can't go from like, you know, I hate you and I'm, you know, to you're beautiful, right? But how can we, I'm learning to honor and love you. I'm, I'm working on, you know, feeling the best I can, but how are we going to keep watering that plant of negativity or are we going to water that plant of stepping up into the more evolved, loving, amazing person we are? So we've got to start choosing better thoughts. We've got to start loving ourselves, right? We've got, you know, it's just, yeah, it breaks my heart because I, I really see this. There's so many women holding themselves back from the absolute greatness that they can once they are able to drop that, whether that be a business venture, a health goal, uh, like anything, it's, it really has got to start focusing here. So that's a tool. You know, right? I not the limiting beliefs, look at them, question them and draw a line. And if the limiting belief is, um, I never follow through, right? I never follow through on the things I, I give up right? Mm -hmm. You can put a line, not through it, but across and say to yourself, I am working every day on committing to my dreams. Some things do need to be given up, right? It's about the self-awareness of, 
if it's a good thing or not, but it's, it's start choosing a better thought. I love that. I love that. And it, it reminds me of, and I'm sure you've read some Abraham Hicks, but one of the things that she talks about a lot is uh, rather Esther Hicks uh, talks a lot about is um, the choosing the better thought piece. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, as you pointed out, going from, um, you know, gosh, I really don't love the way that I look to, oh, I'm gorgeous. It's just, <laughs> it's that next layer. Oh, I really love my eyes or, you know, gosh, you know, I've, I've got a nice jawline or, you know, it could be, wow, my eyebrows look fantastic today, right? It doesn't have to be this huge leap. Yeah, this like huge opposite. It's kind of like just picture, picture like you know a line, and just pick a better thought. Pick a better thought. Choose a better thought. Um, and another really good tip. Um, I've done it myself. Clients have done it, and um, it's so simple. But it's if you want to create awareness around your thoughts, it's a uh, literally I would put a rubber band just a rubber band on my wrist and for a day I will say to myself every time I catch myself thinking a really negative thought right just before maybe you go in to make a phone call to somebody and you go oh god you know and you tell yourself a story right because they're all stories we make them up right I the moment you catch yourself you pull it and you let go and it it's it's not about hurting yourself it's about going right? You're starting to, you start to pick them up. The more you're picking them up, the more that you're taking away their power, right? Yeah. Because in that moment you go, Oh, that was super negative. Wow. Just going to choose a better thought and carry on. Right. Don't wear it all week, but just, you can even wear it for an hour and just, just start to recognize. Yeah. I, I really love that. And <clears throat> you know, your point about, um, the more we focus on something, the more we feed it uh, really plays into this, right? The more, we, um, the more we start to notice those negative thoughts and the more we start to transform those thoughts into positive thoughts or the more we're able to stop those thoughts from taking over in a long conversation in our head, uh, the more we exercise that part of our brain the more we'll be able to recognize the good things, right? We'll start to seek out those more positive things as we practice that. Another really big component of what I do is really um, the based in gratitude, really having that mindset of, of gratitude and talking about like the more that you start to A, become aware. So we're not always focusing on our bad thoughts. This is just a little like, just to realize A, that they're there and then we can start to choose, you know, positive ones, but then also really coming from a place of gratitude because, oh my goodness, we have so much to be grateful for. Like I literally, I just got back from a yoga class and I was kind of like in this really awkward position and my leg was like upside down and starting like go numb and I was like, oh, I can't do it, right? <laughs> just that moment, right? This is self-awareness. And... I thought to myself, there's somebody right now that has no legs or they've just learned that they're quadriplegic. And what is that one thing that that person laying in the bed? I mean, this is how my, how I think is 
we don't take anything for granted. We don't know what tomorrow brings. Always, always, every single day. I don't just tell my clients to do this. I do it. I write down it. I write down in my journal before I respond to the world and I sit there and I write five things I'm grateful for. You can write how three, 10, it doesn't matter. But the mm -hmm. point is, even when life isn't going my way, right? I mm -hmm. still do it. I still do it because there's always something. And the more that we focus on that feeling, the more we start to notice things to be grateful for, right? It's all about energy. How are we, and talking about choosing a better thought, it goes back to energy. Mm. When we are in a good state, right? Like when you're happy that, you know, you're smiling and something, there's, it's very hard to pick a really negative and like choose a, something that's, you know, not good for you, right? The more that we're energized in this good feeling, um, the more A, we're attracting it, going back to Abraham Hicks, right? Versus if we're in the negative and we're focused on what's not going right in our life and all the things that are going wrong, do you know what? No, we don't. I, we, I, I really, people tell me, no, but you don't understand. My life is really hard. And I go, okay, well, you know, and I just point out some things and I go, are you grateful for that? And they're like, well, of course. And I'm like, but do you take time to feel it? Do you take time to recognize it? Because if that was to go away tomorrow, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's, it's almost like, um, we're really rewiring our brain, right? Yeah. And, you know, I want to throw in, um, actually, I want to bring up something. I was listening to a, um, a podcast today. It was uh, the Broken Brain podcast uh, with uh, Drew Pruitt. Yeah. And uh, I think that's his last name, Drew Pruitt. Um, and he was talking about uh, destructive, um, destructive habits. Mm-hmm. And so this is going more on the habit side of things, but he was bringing up the point that when we have a destructive habit that we seem to not be able to move out of, it's likely because we get a benefit from that. Oh, let's talk about that a little bit, shall we? Yes. Oh boy. That's funny. That's funny. I'm, I'm um, creating a course right now. And that is one of the exercises that I was just writing about today because everything is so even going back to that negative voice right um the negative habits mm -hmm. they are serving us in some way and it's usually because they're trying to protect us right our 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 whole self is really conditioned to be safe and not you know be out of the tribe and you know it's it's goes right back to you know caveman times right so there's mm -hmm. certain things in us right the safety and being part of the tribe and not you know and scared of going out there because you know our body can do all types of things with fear but that like so with habits what so depending on what the habit is but it's giving you something right so maybe the bad habit is binge watching Netflix every night. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many bad habits, but that, you know, but, but you know, somebody that is just, it's their escape, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what is, 
what is that giving them? That's probably giving them a sense of safety, right? Because they're, they're not, you know, they're in a world that's not their own, right? What is the, what is the, the core, yeah, the core reasoning behind it? Um, what's another habit through another habit at me? I mean, um, you know, drinking wine, drinking wine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I can absolutely actually put my hand up for that one. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> but you know what that, for me, when, when I noticed myself like many, many years ago in that pattern, it was, I was trying to escape my reality. It was my mm. time out, but not realizing that it had so many negative things. Right. But yeah. it was almost like, you know, well, you know, I, it's, you know, you hear this a lot. It's like, Oh, it's Friday. Gosh, you know, I can't wait to have a drink. And it, it breaks my heart. I used to be one of those people, right? Like, Oh God, yeah. it's Friday. I can have a drink. That's not, you know, that's not really living. If you are living for escaping, then you need to question that mm. because that is a that is a huge thing there what what are you first of all let's look at what's not working in your life because if your only excitement is getting sloshed on the weekend and just zoning out or whatever it may be you know or sitting and drinking a bottle of wine to yourself while watching netflix guilty or it's charge back in the day that was um because i didn't believe in myself i wanted to avoid the fear of actually chasing my dreams. It was safer for me to not do anything, right? Those big dreams that, you know, they're always in your head, like, I'd love to do that, but no, nah. right? Yeah. So it was protecting me from chasing my dreams and being exposed because what happens is our body goes, oh, you know, the fear comes in, I may be judged and what will people think of me and da, 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 da. it's safer just to. Right? Yes, it's safer. It's more predictable. Mm -hmm. And heaven forbid we do something unpredictable, right? Ooh, because yeah. we don't know what the results will be. And people as it's, well, what if I do that? We, we are so, we always want to know, well, what's on the other side well if i chase that dream then it's it's that kind of feeling when if you do something but you don't know what's on the other side and they you know the jump and then that will appear you know what mm -hmm. i just people say to me how do i build confidence how do i do chase my dreams and i said just start taking steps that are uncomfortable because that's how you grow your confidence is by taking action not by sitting in your fears and, you know, procrastinating, avoiding. Um, and if, if, I mean, some people, they don't want to, but then they've got to stop complaining about not, you know, having the life they want because everything is a choice. You know, like sometimes people, I can tell they really want, like they want to do it, but I say, well, how badly do you want it? Because you, you, everything's a choice. You can't keep sitting on the weekends. You can't keep procrastinating right. or staying in a stuck marriage. That's really not healthy for you. Everything is a choice. It's scary for sure. Life is unpredictable, but that's what makes it exciting. Right? Yes. Like, you know, it's, 
I mean, I love roller coasters. This will not work for somebody that is terrified of roller coasters. But like, I love that feeling of being on a roller coaster, you know? And the thing is, when you have down times in your life, a really power, you know, it's never going to be down, 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 right? Go with the flow. Realize even when things aren't working out, when you're struggling, you're somewhere is changing that story from why is this happening to me? Which is a very like, there's no power in that. You're just a victim. You're just like flying, right? Or, is why, what, why is this happening to me? What can I learn from this? Right. Mm. And always, you know, you go back up and it's great. And then, you know, things happen, but learn to roll with life in a way where you are not in control, but just self-aware and so, like compassionate with yourself and, and taking chances and learning from mistakes and learning the lessons in the difficult times. Right. Because one day, this is, I think I popped out of my, out of my womb, that would be wrong, popped out of my mum's womb with this, we have one life, right? Like, it, I, I've always had that, like, if, if I'm on my deathbed, my kids hate hearing me say this, but <laughs> yeah, I know I had to re reassure my son the other day, that's going to be when I'm 100 years old. But oh, yeah. what are you going to look back on? And, and what are you going to think about? Are you you're going to look back. How did you live? How did you love? How, you know, you don't look back on life and go, gosh, I wish I'd done that and not been so stuck in my fear. And you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's why I've traveled the world and I am where I am because it's like, huh, we've got one shot at this unless you believe in, you know, multiple lives. Absolutely. But this one life, chase your dreams, believe in yourselves, you know, take those scary steps learn from them, grow, evolve, but don't wake up with regrets. I think that is what breaks my heart more than anything is people not living up to their fullest potential. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I'm right there with you on that, you know, and I know, um, you know, this applies to living your dreams to the fullest, uh, finding joy in inside and also realizing the ultimate and optimum health that you are capable of as mm -hmm. well. Yes. And, um, you know, wow, can't, can't stress that enough with, with my clients too. And it's just, it's, a really beautiful thing to see people start to reach into their dream life, right? To start to make those steps. So rewarding, isn't it? Start to believe in themselves. And I think this applies to your audience, but it's like also, you know, we have this one body through this journey of life. And when we can start treating it with respect and choosing to feed it the good foods, like, you know, stay away from the things that aren't good for it and really treat it as that, like the temple that it is instead of, you know, unfortunately I work with women. So there's a lot of, lot of, um, yeah, about the body, right? Like yeah. we have a, start to make choices that are, 
you know, what would be the best thing for my body today? I mean, you know, you're, you're a health coach and you're, you're, but it's like when you don't look at food as, oh, I should be eating this and this diet says this and, you know, I shouldn't do this and, right? We all have the common wisdom within us what is good for our bodies and what is not good for our bodies and make choices aligned with that, even if it's as simple as I'm going to aim today to, you know, eat 90% like foods that are going to be nourishing to my body and that fill it with energy. Because as we know, we're, you know, this is what we eat is what we're becoming, right? Do I want the energy of a <laughs> McDonald's burger or, you know, a really nice salad with some nice protein or, you know, and when you make a choice from love, from self-love and honoring this, this beautiful vehicle that's taking us through this life, then you start to choose better. Oh, yeah. it doesn't become so difficult it doesn't like oh hang on i'm not allowed to eat cauliflower because that like no <laughs> just yeah yes exactly um you know i you kind of uh hinted uh uh on this already as we were talking and we were talking about um you know, how do these uh, negative thoughts or negative behaviors uh, benefit us? Um, and it's a part of, I, I think this is a part of your upcoming challenge that you're going to start running starting February 24th, right? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I think a lot of people, me included, would love to. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm in the preparation stages, but I'm so excited. I'm just so the five days um, will really be working on a recognizing our beliefs and how we're speaking to ourselves and, you know, where, you know, focus goes, energy, you know, goes. The, 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 I work really a lot with um, the law of attraction as well. So it's going to be really based on our mindset, learning some new tools, really focusing on our goals setting the foundation. Actually, this is not all in the five day challenge. That would be a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to, the five days is going to be bringing an awareness to five really important key things that is going to empower us to live our very best lives. So we're going to touch in on certain mindset things. We're going to talk about, you know, healthy foundations for setting up, you know, our best lives, getting focused on what lights us up. There's going to be self-care in there. That's going to touch on, it's going to touch on those areas. Um, and then the week following will be the launch of my group program. So hasn't got a name yet, but it's going to be based heavily on those topics. And um, yeah, I'll be in the group. There'll be lots of live interaction, you know, workbook, um, journaling prompts and certain actions that I want to, you know, get the person to do each day to actually start to reconnect to themselves, start to see the power that they have and um, just to inspire them. And really it's, I just want people to be happy and chase their dreams and believe in themselves and treat themselves with love and look after themselves. So that is, yeah, that's something that I will all have up soon. I don't have the group um, created as yet, but I should probably within the next week. So you can definitely find me on Instagram. Um, I'll be doing a lot of promoting on there. So that's at inspired by underscore Amanda. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And, um, and then your uh, group challenge that you're going to be running, that's through Facebook, correct? Yes. And, uh, you know, I'll put all of this in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're uh, inspired by Amanda for Instagram and then Amanda Eckert coach for Facebook. And you'll be setting that up. I'll also be um, sharing some of the highlights from our conversation today. And really, I'm looking forward to the five day challenge. I think it's going to be a wonderful thing to do. I think that this is right up my audience's alley. So I'm excited about this. And I, wow, it's just amazing conversation today. So thank you so much, Amanda, for being here with me. I really appreciate your time and um, look forward to sharing this out to everyone. Excellent. Me too. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That concludes another episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it and tag Jessica Green Wellness. And of course, please leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you and have a beautiful day.